Well, Chance, I guess we're going to get started. I guess we're going to get started. Well, Chance, yesterday was a big day for you, I imagine. In a sense, it was your very first Father's Day. It's true. I got breakfast in bed and a card. And a card? You know what I got? What? Nothing. You got nothing? Nothing. Though that's because they don't appreciate you. I guess not. We need to go to dinner, I guess. Well, there you go. That's something. Wait, did you go to dinner just your family, or did you take your dad? Just my family. Okay. That's something. Yeah, that's something. My wife got me my favorite lunch. Yeah, what's that? I just Chipotle. I can see that you are eating it today, too. Well, yeah, the chips and salsa. Uh, I have to, uh, because of my GI surgery, I have to be on a very high-fiber diet. And actually, Chipotle's brown rice and black beans, which I always get double of anyway, mm-hmm. are an excellent source of high-fiber. Hey, good to know. A little life hack for you listeners out there. Yeah. Actually, I think I've lost a lot of weight on this high-fiber diet and might just keep it up. Yeah, just go for it, you know. What is it, a slow-carb? slow, slow carb? I think that's what Justin McElroy did. Where you ate all the beans. Oh, I don't eat a lot of beans. I mean, except in my Chipotle bowls, but maybe. Mm, well, he maybe just ate a bunch of beans all the time. Well, did you know that men are supposed to have between 35 and 38 grams of fiber a day? No. I wonder how many I have in a day. Probably not that Probably many. Probably nowhere near that. So, I'm trying to get 40 right now a day, and it's taken most of my meals. But I have noticed something interesting, and this could be Yeasty Boys, but maybe not. No. Let's do a Yeasty Boys mini. Okay. No. no. Sleep. Sleep. Till Babka. Mini. Um, yes, this is a mini No Sleep Tell Bobka. I've noticed something about myself. So an excellent source of fiber uh, at two grams a piece is whole wheat bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have been eating a lot of Just peanut butter. fistfuls of bread? Well, no, p- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, actually, more peanut butter and Nutella sandwiches, because Nutella has one gram of fiber a serving, and uh, peanut butter has three. Ooh, so, so you do one sandwich, and you've got four... Seven, eight. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot so of... five sandwiches a day, you're golden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've Hello, been... puppy. Yes, my, my dog has just curled into Cameron's lap. We're joined by guest host Waldo. Yes. My puppy Waldo. Um, yes, yeah, so I've noticed something about myself, though. Um, sandwiches are great, especially PB&Js, or PN and, PB&Ns, as I've been eating. Um, they're delicious, but I've noticed something. Every single time, when I've I, I've put the peanut butter on one side of on one bread and the other, either jelly or Nutella on the other, uh-huh. and then the moment they touch, I grab it, I take a bite, and then I set it down and put everything away. <laughs> I, I noticed it today, and I thought back, and it's like, yeah, I do this every single time. Interesting. Like the moment they touch, I just like I I I feel this need down in my heart mm-hmm. to just. Ooh, I gotta have it right now. Ah! And then, like... And then you put everything away. Today, I made myself a PB&J. I took a bite. I put everything away. I grabbed chips and salsa and grabbed myself a Benefiber-enhanced ice water mm-hmm. um, as my high-fiber diet... Gotta get that fiber in. Uh, ...demands. And I brought it into the, the living room, and I saw the bite taken out of it, and I was like, why is this a thing that I do? <laughs> Am I a monster? <laughs> I had this existential crisis of, like, I could have just enjoyed a full sandwich right now, but no. Like, the moment the two pieces of bread touched, I needed that bite. Okay. So I think the main lesson here (laughs) is, I feel like my inspiration for doing cold opens was listening to The Besties. Uh Uh-huh. And you just went full-on Rush Frush Stick with your, uh... (laughs) 
description of your fiber and your dietary needs and your weird eating habits. And I'm just, it makes me really, really happy. Uh, don't let me be the only one. If you are out there and you're like, I also take a bite out of a sandwich the moment it is complete. No matter what else needs to be done. Tweet at me. Let me know I'm not alone. Oh, I think you're alone. <laughs> Brought to you by the Stupid Idea Train Company, unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever, and I am one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. I was going to do Sports Illustrated if it was me. Yeah, that was one, or the I couldn't remember the calendar company. HTTP colon backslash backslash www.howdysucker.com There it was. <laughs> we have multiple sponsors this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue Brews, yours on store shelves, maybe. Who knows? Possibly. I know Ben Shapiro, or no, not Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson Mm -hmm. has recently been very angry about the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Because they put like a normal looking woman on the front? Yeah, and he said, no matter how much society tries to tell me, this is not beautiful. Shut up, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, so it made for some funny memes just razzing on him, though. Yeah, and then Jordan Peterson, the guy who's all about, like, people's thin skin and, like, people should be able to take it. He's like, I just, this is a toxic environment and I need to get out of it. (laughs) I love it. Men who unironically think they're alpha males are stupid. Yes. Hi, this is Boy Meets World Fever, where we talk about everything else. Hey, this is the banter people come to expect. It is the banter. This is what we're here for. We're... Banter Tangents Podcast. It's true. The Little Boy Meets World flavor. You know, we have Adam Levine Band. Jordan Peterson can just step off. Yeah. Jordan Peterson, you join Adam Levine and the Ku Klux Klan as a never-invited guest of this podcast. (laughs) There's probably more, but we can't remember them. Uh, I I think the Paul Brothers. Oh yeah, the Paul Brothers. Definitely. Definitely. Um, We can just say it now, the Proud Boys. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of the people who... Other boys... Related to them. Yeah, all the people who stormed the, the Capitol. Yeah. Um, ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, definitely Ben Shapiro. Um, yeah. Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't want him around here. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good list. Um, you know, I don't even consider myself that left-leaning, but these, like, weird conservative yes-men mm-hmm. are just not my, not my favorites. Yeah, I mean, we don't get into political stuff here, but neither of us are, like... Rah, rah, communism, leftist, leftist. I mean... I wouldn't even consider myself a liberal. I don't really know what I consider myself anymore. I'm kind of at this point where I'm like, I'm gonna, we're going to discuss politics just for you guys. You the, asked for it. You asked for it. I'm kind of like, you know, capitalism could probably work in a non-corrupt system. And I'm kind of the same about communism at this point. I'm like, you know, if we do it right for a few years, it could probably be pretty good for a while. <laughs> my, my lifetime. I mean... A monarchy is not the worst idea in the world if you got a good monarch. Like, yeah, heavy is the head that wears the crown, but it's not me. It's not my head. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. That's kind of my political system right now. Is like, let's get away from where we are. 
and do something. She's like, let's do, let's just do anything well. Yeah. Let's like, do- we could do what we're doing now if we did it well and it wasn't like super corrupt and hyper billionaires while the workers are languishing and yeah. wages are stagnating for everybody else while people get billions and billions and billions of dollars. That's not cool. No. No. That's not cool. And I know no system is going to be perfect, but like, I don't know, let's try something. I don't know, maybe Randian pop, not populism, that's not the same thing. Maybe uh, Randian individualism, or... Yeah, we could give uh, V for Vendetta, the comic, Anarchy a try for a little while. (laughs) If it's done well. You do your thing, I'll do my thing. (laughs) And if in the end we end up together, it's beautiful. Oh, that was a good call. Topanga said that. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of culminates in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, segues. That was beautiful, too. That was like... If in the end we get on topic, it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I've got the synop this Yeah, week. so we're talking episode 5, 20, I think. <laughs> 21, maybe. It'd maybe be an easy look up, but we're not going to do it. <laughs> no, we're not at the Google something segment yet. Um, five something or other. Honesty night. Yeah, honesty night. Um, so the, the recap, which is two minutes and 30 seconds long, mm-hmm. would like you to believe that this is an episode about Cory and Topanga, but it is not. It is an episode about Sean. Um, oh, cause they all are. <laughs> because this entire arc, even though Sean is not shown one time in the entirety of the recap, mm-hmm. <laughs> has been the focus of every episode except the one where they broke up and the one where they got back together. Well, actually, the one where they broke up, he was the focus. It was the one before that where the incident that caused uh-huh, the, the inciting incident. The Lauren episode. Yeah. Sean has been the focus of all other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know why we're, <laughs> we're we're making that choice, but here we are. Um, Corey and Topanga are worried because Sean is going to be very mad when he learned that they get back together and he had nothing to do with it. And or they didn't tell him first. I'm not sure what exactly their actual fear is. Both ideas are brought up. Mm-hmm. That he wants to have something to do with it. Or that he should be the first to know. But anyway, they're worried about that. Um, so they devise a, a shenanigan, if you will. Um, <laughs> a Korean Topanga shenanigan. Uh-huh. Which we don't get enough of. We really don't. It doesn't go great, though. Well, none they of never the, do. none of the shenanigans do. Um, and then Sean, Jack, and Eric are there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's... Indubitably. <laughs> Indubitably. Indubitably, fine, sir. Salutations, my didactic friend. <laughs> oh, goodness. We'll talk about that later. Uh-huh. There is some funny. I laughed quite a bit. Yes, hilarity ensues. I was sitting on your couch watching this, and I feel like I laughed a lot. It's... it's I'm just going to come out and say it. It's a very funny episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very funny. Kind of a return to form. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to bit. see it. Yeah. Um, I'm pleased to see it. Yeah, I feel like just the premise of the episode is like the most sitcom-y uh-huh. that the show's been in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's very much like, a, oh, this is what happened. Let's come up with a harebrained scheme to try to correct the problem that we see that isn't really a problem right um and it's just gonna go off the rails yeah and that's and that's exactly it's the stupid idea train it's the stupid idea train as Phoenix calls it um and he's right it is <laughs> it's very stupid um yeah it's very funny i i can't remember what episode it is 
was, but recently, within the last few months, I've I called one episode like a cartoon. Like I don't remember what episode it was, but I just remember being like, "This is a cartoon. This is like ridiculous levels of silliness." Mm-hmm. Um, was it the Eric Hollywood episode? Did I call that one a cartoon? I don't remember. Let me look. I think you might have. I mean, because that, it is that one is also a cartoon, but I feel like I used the term. This is our cartoon kind of derogatively. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. There's so many that it could be. So very many. <laughs> A lot of cartoons this season. Um, it could be Eric Hollywood. I could see me saying it about um, First Girlfriends Club. Um, I could see me saying it about Rage and Corey, which you liked and I didn't. Last I don't think you said it about that. Anyway, I derogatively said at one point, like, this is a cartoon. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I would say that derogatively about that. This one is kind of the good side of that coin. Uh-huh. And I think Eric Hollywood, the beginning where he's getting the, the part, I think would also fall on that, like, the good kind of cartoony. Yeah, like, this is ridiculous, but I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, like, this is ridiculous. The characters are acting wacky but they're still acting like themselves they're still like uh-huh. they're they're addressing an issue it, it's it's very sick and we love it for it yeah yeah so this as chance said this episode starts with like over two minute recap yeah. of the entire cory and topanga breakup it's basically every scene that cory and topanga share in the entirety <laughs> which is really sad like, with the exception of the scene in front of Starry Night, it's pretty much every scene they share for the entirety of the Lauren saga, which is about two and a half minutes because the rest of it's all about Sean. Uh-huh. It's not about them working out their issues. It's about Sean coming to terms with the fact that they're broken up. Exactly. Over the course of 53 days. <laughs> Over the course of 53 days. Making this take place on April 5th. I looked it up. Oh, okay. Um, so it is April 5th. Winding down the school year, they've probably got... A month and a week left. Yeah, getting close. Next week is the prom episode, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Kind of at the just the end of the year. Um, but we get that recap. We see Ricky, renowned international art thief, again. That's true. We see Lauren again. Uh-huh. We'll see her one more time. Yep, one more time. I guess this is why when we looked and we're like, she's in four episodes? That's weird. It's because of this recap. Yeah. Just like Ricky, we said last week. They must do a recap at the beginning of next week, or at some point. Yeah. It's strange that there's a recap at the beginning of this episode and not at the beginning of the last episode. Yeah. But, who cares? Whatever. (laughs) We didn't make it. When we do our season, we're going to do a recap before every episode. Because it's going to be so winding and crazy, you'll need one. (laughs) You'll you'll have to have a recap. You'll have to have a recap. Um, and a TV guide close to you. We're going to bring back TV guide. Um, but yeah. So, Cory and Topanga are back together they're getting along laughing sit on the couch and mr feeney's like oh what do i see here are we back together they're like yeah he's like oh good he's like oh good i was getting so worried um feeney's great yeah feeney's great in this scene and then feeney says and sean must be thrilled he took your break up at least as hard as you guys did <laughs> oh what an understatement <laughs> And uh, then they realize, <gasps> Sean doesn't know. You did this last night. I don't know how anyone knows. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. You just told Feeney. You've presumably just been together. Yeah. And then back at your houses. Um, 
that that's it. Like everyone seems to know though. Yeah, and how they're able to kind of pull one over on Sean just doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, well, Sean hasn't talked to other people since the the girlfriends club. Yeah, he's afraid of all women. He's except Angela and Topanga. Exactly. Um, so he so Topanga says you should have told Sean before you told me. <laughs> to which both times I watched it because I've watched it twice today. I thought, it was your idea to get back together. Like, he was just waiting for you. Uh-huh. He was the man who can't be moved, as we learned last week. Yes, I remember that. And I know what song that is. So you don't have to play it again. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> One day you wake up, find that you're missing me. Okay, anyway. Um. Yeah, and so Corey's just like, we need to fix this. And then Feeny's like, oh, oh, <laughs> what's that? It's the stupid idea train. <laughs> it's pulling into the station. <laughs> They're like, we're gonna have to pretend to be broken up so that he can get us back together and Feeny's just like all aboard <laughs> and Tobago says that's not a good idea that's the opposite of a good idea and Feeny's like I have five words for you Corey Topanga is correct that's only three words you moron <laughs> I thought he said nincompoop no he said uh, okay he should have said nincompoop. <laughs> you nincompoop! Uh, what a fun word. Cameron, again, is enjoying the fact that he can be as loud as he wishes. Yes. It's nice. Um, I recommend it. Yes. <laughs> so, even though everyone thinks it's dumb, Corey's the main character, so they go along with Uh-huh. Again, it's a situational comedy. <laughs> and we needed a situation. <laughs> we needed a situation. So, Sean walks by, and they decide just to go for it. So, she calls him a... Whiny voiced Brillo head, mm-hmm. and he calls her a nagging voiced blimp lips so and so. You blimp lipped so and so. Any more time. <laughs> and Sean talks to Feeny, and he's just like, "Will it ever end?" Feeny's like, "Hopefully soon." <laughs> he goes over, and he's like, "It's been fifty three days." And he opens his locker and pulls out a marker and makes another. <laughs> Tally mark on the locker door. Yeah. And then apparently right behind him. Yeah. Right behind him, Timing is like, you kiss my blimpo lips and tell them you're sorry. It's like, I could, but my Brillo head might poke you in the eye. <laughs> and this is where we learn that Topanga's kind of into this. Uh-huh. <laughs> is got... that right away? or is it... I mean, I just watched this and I feel like I'm scattered. I don't know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She, I don't know the order of events. He goes, he goes. Okay, let's be mad at each other. And she goes, grr, like yeah. flirtily. Uh huh. And they they walk into class, and then to uh, Angela pops in, and she's like, "It's working, guys." How'd she know? I don't. I have no idea. Maybe they cut to another class later in the day. Yeah, maybe they. When do. they're in Feeney's for the third time. <laughs> and uh, Feeney is telling him something, and he's he's like, "You shouldn't do this. Like, don't do it." This is a little, and then Sean walks in. Bighorn. Custer. General Custer and his wife, Mrs. Custer. (laughs) Mrs. Custer. They had a beach house. I am way too invested in this. (laughs) You're right, Mr. Feeney. You are. It's so funny. Um, Yeah, but Topanga's like, all this sneaking around. It's just kind of sexy, isn't it? Yeah, so Topanga, she's into it. She's into a little role play, I uh-huh. guess. I guess so. <laughs> she's uh, she's enjoying herself, and Corey's enjoying that she's enjoying herself. Uh-huh. She's he goes, Corey and sexy in the same sentence. Your resolve is weakening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old chestnut. <laughs> um, sure. 
Go ahead, Corey. Um, and then they get out of class. I don't know if we cut to later in the class or if they just kind of the bell rings and they walk out. I don't remember. Yeah. But they wouldn't be the, surprised either way. They're in the hallway and uh, they have another argument. And Sean's like, Corey, we just need to accept the fact that it's hopeless. And he's like, I don't think it's hopeless. I really want her back. And he's like, look at her. Look how cold she is. And he's like, look again. And he's like, nope, impenetrable. She kind and of, he, the second time, she kind of makes a sad face. And then she starts crying. Yeah. Each time he looks back, looking more and more, like, weak-willed about the whole thing. Yeah. And it's funny, because, like, Corey and Tobago keep making eye contact, so she'll be sadder. <laughs> and then Sean's like, is this, is these, are these tears of hope? Yes, Sean. But, but I don't know how it will happen without some help. And he's like... Oh, no, it's Corey. He'll just take you right back. And she's like, no. One thing I love about him is his fierce pride. And Corey's, like, standing behind them. And like, Ooh, yeah, she's yeah. like, no, I've known Corey my whole life. He doesn't have an ounce of pride. <laughs> so he goes, and he's like, I think she wants you back, man. She can rot in hell. <laughs> Sean's just like, oh. I guess you know him better than I do. You think at this point he might he would just be like something weird is happening here, but instead he gives a speech uh-huh. about how he will get them back together. He's like, I have a little bit of energy left here in the old pumper. <laughs> Taps his chest. I'll squeeze out the last bit of my emotional toothpaste. <laughs> and Topanga's like, Come on, let's just tell him. And Corey's like, No, he's giving a speech. Let him. <laughs> Corey's proud of his friends. Uh huh. Uh, his pride isn't in himself, it's in his friends. That's true. <laughs> she could rot in hell. <laughs> um, and then uh, Sean just walks off, don't know where he's going. Uh-huh. He, I guess you're going to plan. He, he walks off to plan, and Topeka's like, you, she could rot in hell too much? No, you're pretty good at this. And then she throws him on the couch. Starts kissing And they start smooching. Right right on the couch where everybody sits. Right on the couch where everybody sits. It's actually pretty cute because he he goes, you're pretty good at, and then she throws him down. He's like, I was going to say field hockey, but... You're good at this, too. (laughs) Um, Um, And then we are at the apartment, and Sean is talking with Jack and Eric. Well, just Jack at first. (laughs) And Eric's just kind of there. He's like, huh, you know Corey and Topanga... And then Eric turns around. Are they still estranged? <laughs> Eric has a word of the day calendar. <laughs> yes, he's like, well, I want to get them back together. He's like, not on a strange day. Today's a strange day. <laughs> well, yeah, that's later. Oh, yes. Yeah, but he's just like, oh, what's the word tomorrow? <laughs> and he rips it off. He's like, estranged. Hey! <laughs> it's three days in a row of estranged, and he goes, that's the last time I ever buy anything from HTTP colon backslash backslash www.howdysucker.com. Um, and Jack's just shaking his head the whole time. Um, yes. Eric. Um, Eric and Jack, they're the best. Uh-huh. Um, For now. <laughs> and uh, they... They talk about nothing, basically. Uh-huh. And then Jack's like, well, they're different because they love each other. And, and Sean's just like, well, then why did they break up? And the show seems to have forgotten that Corey, Corey like, seriously broke trust and made Topanga question her own value. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, those are valid reasons. Yeah, it's not like, oh, like, the just to skip ahead, like, the thing at the end is like, 
sometimes you disagree and you just gotta get over it and like you love each other and it's like that's not that is not what happened here this is not just a minor disagreement yeah yeah exactly like Corey knowingly spent time with someone that he knew to make it wouldn't be comfortable with and then she did kiss him which is forgivable if he didn't lie about it which mm-hmm, he does but he did uh, so he totally breaks trust, and then when they're like deciding whether or not they should break up, like he makes Topanga seriously question her value as a person by taking another girl on a date. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, smelling like a rose. Like, why'd they even break up? <laughs> why'd they even break up? <laughs> just, I just don't understand. So it's it's so interesting that this episode is like, I don't know, they just do it for no reason. It's like, well, at the end of the last episode, Topanga said, and Corey and Topanga were like, we're starting over. Uh huh. So that's all gone. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows anymore. Oh, Sean forgot it. All. Yeah, what even happened? <laughs> Sean's like, I don't even know why they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're just broken up, and I'm, I'm unclear as to the why. Yeah. So he, they and Jack talk. Eric is Eric, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> I, I do like it when Jack goes. He's getting worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, um, which I guess lends credence to the theory that Eric gets dumber, but Eric was always dumb. Yes, yeah, so we've established that. <laughs> Hi, I'm stupid and superficial. It's 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. Yes, Eric was always dumb. Uh, so they are now in Corey's kitchen, and Sean is getting them back together. Mm-hmm. He's doing his best, like, counseling... It's like, we need to get to the root of the issue and, like, really see where the the problem is. We know the problem. We just (laughs) talked about it at length, the two of us. Yeah. I think it's just residual anger. It's like, residual lots of things, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Sean is basically just like... Get your anger out. Yeah, we're going to just talk and really get to the root of things, and then we'll work it out. So, Corey, what is something you would change about Topanga? And Corey's like nothing and she's like just make something up and he's like but i wouldn't change anything about you and sean's like that's enough secrets and then he's like but that's enough hostility yeah. that's enough hostility <laughs> just like that and Corey's like um well i guess you can be kind of cold and unforgiving and this she is very hurt this is deeply offensive to topanga uh-huh. very cold and she, unforgiving of her she she told him to make it up but and they're like, what about you, Topanga? And she's like, he's such an insensitive jerk. And he's like, are you kidding me? Which I feel like is... True. Like, the perfect reaction uh-huh. to that moment. Like, whatever you say about Gory and Topanga, that's funny. Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and so Topanga gets really mad. And storms out. And she leaves. And Cory's like, she really left. And Sean's like, I told you it would take a long time, if ever. And he just looks at her, or looks at him. With, you, you moron! And then the the scene fades out with this weird like, bow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it picks up with them going into the backyard. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, she left. She really left. He's like, I, like we just said. It kind of rehashes that. And he's like, no, we were already back together, and I was, we were trying to like have you be a part of it. Of us getting back together. And he's like, that's stupid. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he's like, no, you don't understand. You would have been mad because we told Feeney before we told you. You told Feeney before you told me? Yes. Who cares? 
Sean is the voice of reason. Sean is the voice of reason. Sean doesn't. Sean's like, what are you this doing? Is so stupid. You crazy person. Um, we should mention that Sean is looking very 90s boy band. Mm-hmm. And it's working for him. He's got real baggy jeans on. Yeah, like just a skosh below Jinkos. Yeah, just a skosh. Um, he's got like a gold chain. Mm-hmm. And like this really nice like red fading to black shirt. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And with his curtain hair, he looks very boy bandy. And I dig that look. I think it should come back. It kind of is. Oh, is it? I feel like it, it just reminds me of, like, K-pop looks. Oh. More pastel K-pop, but yeah, just well, a similar overall look. Well, Maybe a different color palette, but still very similar, I think. Uh, I'm just like, man, that's a cool outfit. Like, when I was a teen, that would have been popping. Mm-hmm. Coolest <laughs> kid on the, on the block. And then Corey goes, we were back together until you broke us up. And Sean's like, you're just saying that, so I'll put you back together. <laughs> I am done with this Corey mind games. Corey the mind bender. Corey the mind bender. Um, and then they, you know, talk about it a little bit more. And uh, <laughs> Sean, he's just funny. Mm-hmm. And that's that scene. That's that scene. And... I think next is the apartment. Yeah, they're at the apartment again with everyone. With everyone except Angela. Yeah, Angela's not there. Her miss, her missing in this is kind of... We needed her. Yeah. I mean, Eric carries it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, would everyone who's tired of the Corey and Topanga situation please raise their hand? Everyone except for Eric raises his hands. They're like, Eric, why didn't you raise your hand? Because I am the extension. <laughs> Do you mean exception? Uh... Yeah. And he's he's like, do you... He's like, was the word today extension? Exception. Like, or exception. He's like, no, the word today was pertinent, but I didn't think that was related at all to the situation. <laughs> <laughs> and then they vote, who all here is tired of Eric? Everybody, including Eric, raises their hands. And, he, and he's like, cool, it's ubiquitous. And he leaves. <laughs> He goes off to make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. He probably makes it, takes a bite of it, and then uh, puts everything away. Yeah, he probably does. He probably does do that. You're in good company, Chance. Um, yeah, so he he goes off to make a sandwich, and Sean's like, why did they ever... Why are they so different? And Jack's like, because they love each other. He's like, well, why do they keep hurting each other? And then... Uh, Someone says something about there being residual anger. Mm-hmm. And Eric decides... It's residual. What is left over? <laughs> if your mom made pot roast, and there was some left over, you have residual pot roast. Residual. <laughs> and everyone just looks at him. This is probably the funniest moment in the entire thing, but Jack's like, you don't know what it's like to live here. And Corey goes, then why do you stay? Because <laughs> I like him. <laughs> God like- help me, I like him. <laughs> He, I like him. He's my friend. God help me. <laughs> no matter what, no matter what crazy things he says or does, I like him. I like him. And Eric's like, "Oh man, mouthful of sandwich. Oh man, come here." Yeah. And I hug it out. It's very sweet. It's very, it's very funny. Um, God help me. I like him. Yeah. Um. Then uh, that's all I care about in that scene. I don't think I think that's all that there really is. It ends there. <laughs> There's no conclusion. Nothing gets done here. Yeah, and then we're in Chubby's. Uh huh. This this episode moves very quickly. It does. Like we're not even forty minutes in to our recording, and we're on the last scene. And the weird thing is, I feel like there's a lot to talk about. Is there though? 
I guess not. It's a very sitcom-y plot, but we'll have stuff to talk about in this scene. Because uh, mm-hmm. Cory and Topanga are studying separately with their backs mm-hmm. to each other. Ugh. It's actually kind of upsetting to see Cory in that table. Because like they either sit at the table closest to the stairs or the table closest to the counter. Mm-hmm. Never there. No. That's, that's probably why they did it. They're like, as we set up the scene... The mise-en-scene, how do we show the dissonance of their relationship? We're going to put Corey at the wrong table. Yeah. It was upsetting. Just guttural. <laughs> Deep in my soul. I felt it. It was wrong. And um, uh, honorable mention MVP, Angela is not going to be the MVP of this no. episode. But honorable mention to her hair in this scene. Hmm. Um, it's almost exactly the same as Amy's hair, but it works better on Angela. Mm-hmm. I mean, they both have good hair, don't get me wrong. But Angela's hair in this scene, honorable mention for MVP. Yeah. And I, at least if I remember right, Trina McGee did her own hair for the show, which is that makes sense. sadly very typical. I think even still for sh- like a lot of shows with like black actors mm-hmm. and actresses, just because like the hair is just different and like the way to work with it is a little different. Yeah. Um, and so there's just the people who work with hair and do hair and makeup and stuff don't know the level of work well the cosmetology system is mm-hmm. uh set up with white hair as the status quo mm-hmm. and so she did her hair for everything you did great angela mm-hmm. trina Tr- mcgee come on the show come on the show she follows us on instagram does she she does well we're gonna have to we're gonna have to instagram at her invite her on um we'll put a post a picture of her with her hair and give her, and tell her it's an honorable MB- mvp mm, okay <clears throat> um because it's good hair. I, I just remember she pops up on screen. I'm like, man, Angela, look at the hair. It pops. Um, and she's talking about how far apart Corey and Topanga are. <laughs> yes, like three or four feet. <laughs> With their backs to each other, though. That's the big part. Yeah, that's the big part. Um, and then Amy and Alan. Well, Sean says. I don't even remember. Oh. You just watched I it. I know. <laughs> Moments ago. I know. Um, he... 40 minutes ago. Sean says, like, I don't think so. I don't think we understand the relationship. I don't think they're ever actually all that far apart. Hmm, he seems to know something. Yeah. Then Amy and Alan come down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, and this... <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, but it's funny. It is funny. And especially when you take it all together. Uh-huh. With, the, like, the whole scene. And you're like, okay, this is a little bit better. <laughs> but also it just feels very classic. Well, it's, it's such a sitcom wife and husband uh-huh. thing. Right. Like, such a... This isn't real. Such a sitcom trope. I haven't been married very long. Only a little over a month. I don't think this is how it works. No. <laughs> also, I've been married ten years, and I don't think we've ever bought towels. Oh, interesting. We got some when we got married, and we've just had them. <laughs> I think, actually, I think Sarah bought some one time. And she just picked him out, and it's fine. Yeah, I, I wouldn't care either. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's it's not a real problem for real people. <laughs> but yes, um, Amy and Alan come, and Corey needs to go uh, be with Morgan because Alan has to go buy towels with Amy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he doesn't have to, but I don't want to get something too girly for him. Yeah, too pink or too fluffy. Too. F- <laughs> I want a fluffy towel. Yeah. Shoot, give me it. Fluffier the better. Who cares if it's pink? It's a towel. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna dry off your naked body with it. Yeah. I it could be a pretty pretty princess towel. Nobody knows. Who cares? Your wife knows, and that's about it. Um but yeah, so they and he's like, It's not get whatever towels you want. Don't punish me over towels. She's like, I'm not punishing you over towels. I'm punish I could be punishing you because you forgot my mother's birthday. And then he says the very funny line. I didn't forget I made a choice. <laughs> Yes. She's like, you're insensitive. And they just keep going on like that. Like, if I had listened to my mother, I never would have married you. He's like, that's why I forgot her birthday. <laughs> that's why I forgot her birthday. And when June 14th rolls around, I might forget somebody else's birthday. And Maybe then he just laughs. Yeah. She just cracks up and she's like, June 14th is a my birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> It is funny before this when he's like, and it's during the Phillies game. She's like, oh, you want to watch the the Phillies? The Phillies are terrible. Like, what is this? Just decide between fourth and fifth place? It's like, if you want good baseball, move to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, he's very offended by this. But yes, then there's the birthday thing. Yeah, and but with the birthday thing... They start laughing at each other. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I know just what I'm going to get you, a big lug. And he's like, what? And he's like, bath towels. And then they laugh. He's like, I can't tell you. Then it won't be a surprise. And he's like, do you want to drive? She's like, no, but don't put the game on. I want to talk to you. And he's like, what do you want to talk to me about? And she's like, whatever you want to talk about. Um, which, that very exchange is kind of an exchange my wife and I have had fairly recently. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the whole, like well, don't do that. I want to talk to you. And I was like, what do you want to talk about? And she was like, whatever you want to talk about. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. It's, it's not actually about what we talk about. It's the act of doing it. Got mm-hmm. it. It's true. Just <laughs> being together. Um, so that that part did kind of strike a little home. I mean, it wasn't like that exact conversation, but it was pretty close. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Just experiencing a whole new world. It's true. And uh, then Corey's like, hold on. What just happened? Panga says, You guys were just being terrible to each other, and now you're being lovey-dovey. And Corey yells at her, I was gonna say that. <laughs> oh, Corey. Get over yourself. And she says, Who cares who says it as long as it gets said? And then Corey's like, Oh no, we sound like them. Why do we sound like them? And Sean comes up and parrots Jack. Because mm-hmm. you love each other. God help ya. <laughs> he doesn't say that part. He should. And then... God help us all. You'll love each other. God help us all. And then they uh, they get their big lesson. It doesn't matter if you agree or sometimes say mean things. Is not the problem, nor why they broke up. No. <laughs> Again, they started over. And it was blinked out of existence. But, Did any but of these things happen? Sean does reference everything that happened, though. Uh-huh. Topanga like, you with that thin-lipped ski bunny... <laughs> I just don't... I don't understand how this comes down to, like, being nice to each other. Uh-huh. You should speak kinder to one another. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't even say that. It says you're going to be mean to each other, but you love each other anyway. Yeah, which is a fairly good lesson to to learn. Uh-huh. Also, don't speak unkindly. <laughs> yeah. I think just the issue of proximity and uh, being around each other a lot is things will be said that are hurtful. Yeah. And so, there, like, forgiveness is important. But this is the place where that conversation about forgiveness needs to happen. Not when, oh, I kissed another girl, lied to you about it, broke the trust, but forgiveness is the point. Yeah. It's like, no, th- there needs to be like a reckoning with this. When it's like, oh, I said yeah. something hurtful, 
I'm sorry. Well, that's forgiveness. And especially because Corey does not ever really own up to it. No. Like in or the, apologize. In the very episode, First Girlfriends Club, he says, I didn't do anything wrong, Sean. Big like, wolf. Excuse me? <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong? And later on, he's like... He's a victim, Chance. Yeah, um, exactly. And later on, he's like... He takes Lauren on a date and doesn't understand how that would hurt Topanga. Mm-hmm. The fool. And I, you're just like, what is happening here? <laughs> like, you have lots of really good reasons for this breakup. Mm-hmm. And you have not owned up to any of it. You've not said, hey, I made a mistake by going out with her. I, you know, I thought... I thought I could have my cake and eat it too, and I shouldn't have thought that. Mm-hmm. And I was confused, and I need to learn better and learn about your feelings. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, I understand that it's going to be hard to trust me again, but I'm going to work hard to earn your trust. Uh-huh. Something. Like, literally anything beyond, forgive me, <laughs> or how dare you <laughs> treat or, me this way. Yeah, like, how could you be so unforgiving? It's like... It's not really about yeah. forgiveness. It's about earning back lost trust. Yeah, you, you you screwed the pooch on this one, my friend. It's true. Topanga's not the one who's out of turn. Yeah. I feel like it's the drum we keep beating because the show continues to forget about it. Yeah, like, the show is completely apologetic about what Corey did. Like, it was an honest mistake. She kissed him. And it's like, well, but he still chose to lie. Yeah. Like... There were a lot of different ways he could have handled that. Number one, after that happens, instead of just walking away like, that shouldn't have happened, Yeah, please stay away from me. Yeah. Or even better, like, hey, that shouldn't have happened. Let's go talk to Topanga about what's going on here. Uh-huh. Something. I, yeah, I need to go talk to this person in my life that I claim is very important to me. Is this yours? Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, it's just like... This is a person that I claim is very important to me, and this seems like a big thing that just happened that I need to discuss with them. Yeah. But no, he. she asks, did anything else happen? And he goes, nope. <laughs> See, Corey, when you said, I didn't do anything wrong, she kissed me, and now Topanga won't forgive me. That's, that's BS. Not true. Um, but none of that is important, because this is about Sean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's all about Sean. (laughs) It's all about Sean. Everybody loves Sean. (laughs) Sean, Sean, Sean. They decide that they're back. They've made up. They go tell Sean. Sean happily tells Angela. And then they're saying, they say, we're sorry we put any pressure on you, Sean. No one could get us back together. And he's like, yep. And then they look away and then he looks up at the stairs and... Thumbs up and Amy and Alan are up there giving a thumbs up. Sean really did get them back together. Uh-huh, he did it. Um, don't know why. Don't know if that was a good thing for his character arc. Yeah. It <laughs> literally could have been anything else in this episode. of Just like them telling Sean and then, cool. And then they have another adventure instead. Yes. Um, which is a little, a little, uh, sad because I liked this episode. Yeah, I know. It's just like, it didn't need to happen. No, it, it's just like, Sean should have learned to let go, or Sean should have learned, like, told these crazy people, like, hey, leave me out of your personal lives. <laughs> uh, like, the whole episode is him trying to get Sean to get them back together, and he's like, no. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, he, normally he's like, yes. Uh-huh. But he's like, no, I've, I've realized I've accepted this, <laughs> and it's out of my control, and I'm fine with that. That wouldn't be a very funny episode, though. Yes. It's all about Eric learning more words. It's all Let's about- see that episode. <laughs> yes. And then we have the tag at the end, uh, which is very funny. <laughs> Jack and Eric are in the Matthews backyard, and they see Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Salutations, my didactic friend. Feeney's <laughs> uh, like, what? He said hi. <laughs> I know what he said. Does he know what he said? <laughs> and he's like, he got a word of the day calendar. Uh, he, uh, it's like, oh, expanding your vocabulary is a great asset. And then yeah. Eric just rattles off some more big words. Big word nonsense. He's like, no. it, it tracks. Like, what he's saying is like, okay, that is a way you could say that, but you wouldn't. <laughs> no one would. And he's like, it'd be great for intellectual discourse. And Feeney looks at Jack. This is going to get old, isn't it? He's like, you think? He's like, can you snap him out of it? Yes. He's like, have you perused the lascivious issue of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition? And Eric, that was in a beat. Dushies for sale! Cool! Just a look on his face like... <gasps> yes, it just like resets his brain. Dushies for sale! Cool. <laughs> and he runs off. And the best part about it, I don't know why it's so funny to me, but if you watch the window of Feeney's house, you can see him, like, take off. <laughs> you can see him, like, running away. Like, he keeps doing it in the shot. And it's just very funny. <laughs> Jack is like, you really are a good teacher, Mr. Feeney. Because somehow that has to do with what just happened. He's like, well, when you live next to a house full of psychos. <laughs> And there it is. We got it in under an hour. We, we did the whole episode in under an hour. <laughs> Which, when you think about it, the episode is 22 minutes long, so we still added a lot. It's true. Um, I feel like we need to talk about this episode, but also the Lauren saga as a whole. Because uh-huh. it is over. It's over. We will really never revisit it. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, I think. I've rated a lot of these episodes quite highly. So. I, I know, but it's just like, it's so long. <laughs> yeah, it is five episodes, and it's a. That's it, more than that. I guess this is the first girl, but it's like there's five episodes of Sean dealing with it. Yeah. Then we have this episode, and we have the episode, the where two it episodes. We have the episode where it happens, and the episode where he goes on a date with Lauren. Well, that's part of the five. No, because that is before First Girlfriends Club. No, it's after. No, it's a, you're right. It's after. What? Yeah. So I think it's seven episodes altogether. Which is a third of the season, when you think about it. It is. It's long. Um, yes. So, first let's rate this episode. Cameron? It's just so funny. And even though the premise is flawed, like it's so fun. So I think I'm going to give it an 8. I am also giving it an 8. about where I've been through <laughs> most of the saga. Uh-huh. Minus a few weird moments. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have these written down. Five seasons in and we still haven't learned to write anything down. Well, we wrote things our, down for the first three seasons. Well, I mean in terms of like what our scores were every week. Like nope. a spreadsheet to I'm make gonna, your job easier when it's time to... Uh, when I create the brackets? Yeah. Nope, I'm still going to go through and listen to every single episode looking for the end. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, it is my lot to bear. Uh-huh. You did this to yourself. I did this to myself. I could have written it down, but I never do. But I'm also going to give it an eight. Um, I think it's good. I think it's funny. Uh-huh. I think it's... It's the right... I don't know. This is, like, why I watched the show more than what... More than a lot of things. Even, like, And Then There Was Sean, which is probably a better episode. 
But this is, like, more why I watched the show. Like, ridiculous situations. Uh-huh. It's a situational comedy. People acting ridiculous. Um, you know, I like the meta humor and then there was Sean, the, all the reference humor. Mm, but, but that's again, not really what the show's about. No, no. There's no lesson at the end of that. I mean, there is for Sean, but it's not... No one else has lived through what he just did. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know. It's just it's it's a it's kind of like what well, when we talked about B and B's B and B or even um, the episode where they get janitor bud fired. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just a very Boy Meets World episode of Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I I've missed that with Eric shenanigans and some episodes that are way too dramatic and. Uh huh. It's like funny. It advances the story, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of stand on its own a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it an eight. I just realized that I I quoted two episodes that have won previous tournaments, and as we move into this tournament, I don't think this one will be. Yeah, I'm not thinking so. I don't think this one will be a contender. It will be in the tournament. Yeah, it'll be there, so I guess we'll see. Because yeah. at least one of those that you said, we weren't expecting it to be the winner. It's true. B&B's B&B is still, to this day, uh, what I think is the best episode of the show. So. It's really good. <laughs> um, I mean, we'll see when we do the, the tournament of the top seven episodes. But mm-hmm. to see the best one. But right now, B&B's B&B is my favorite episode. It's just very good. I just remember when we did the tournament last time. B&B's B&B is my favorite episode of the show, and it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I know when you were talking about it. Yeah, that's that's what I said. That's what I said during the tournament. <laughs> I just remember those words leaving my mouth, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so true." I didn't even nice. Like I and going in, we weren't <laughs> expecting. It. Um, like, this is a very good episode. Um, yeah. So, who is your MVP? Uh, Eric. I think so too. <laughs> He's just too funny. Second place is Feeny. Yeah, to Eric, me. Eric Feeny, Sean, probably Angela's hair. Yeah, Angela's hair is second place. I'd give it to Angela's hair before Feeny. But Eric is... So funny. Eric doesn't have a single line in this episode that doesn't make you bust up laughing. It's a strange day. It's a strange day. can't get back together on a strange day. Get back... Tomorrow's also on a strange day. Get back together the day after tomorrow. Why? What day is that? A strange... Hey! (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, there's, there's no character in this that's bad. If anything, Topanga probably gets the shortest end of the stick. Uh, Alan and Amy are good. Uh-huh. Uh, Sean is good. At first you're like, oh, Alan. But then you're like, oh, Alan, thank you. <laughs> oh, Alan. Oh, Alan. That went somewhere. Exactly. Like um, yeah, it's, it's a wacky episode, but it's exactly the kind of wacky I want. And no one, no one gets LVP. No. Everyone's good. Everyone in this episode is good. Um, LVP to the people who say congratulations, guys, because we don't know who you are and we'll never see you again. <laughs> yes. There's a herd of girls. We didn't even mention them. No. Like, who else knows? No one else really knows. And this herd of girls goes by, congratulations, you guys, on getting back together. Yeah. They're the LVP. They're just like, oh, no. This has gotten out of hand. Yeah. We're, we're kind of... It's unfortunate that they're writing Topanga as this oversensitive nag. Uh-huh. Um, so, that's kind of a bummer. I don't love it. No. It's so weird. I remember... I mean, it was probably because I was a very horny young boy. <laughs> Let's just throw it out there. But I remember, like, Topanga being the MVP of every episode. Mm-hmm. An MVP of your heart. At, but I'm thinking now, 
what my teenage slash pre-teenage brain was really seeing was, this girl is hot. I just gave her a thumbs up. <laughs> no I, one saw that. I just, because I'm just remembering the show, right? Uh-huh. Like, Topanga was the best part of the show. Yeah. And now I'm just going back here like, oh, actually, no. In, in season two, Topanga is the best part of the show. She really is. Just, like, wonderful. And then there's just been this fall from grace. Mm-hmm. Even season three, I liked Topanga a lot. Mm, she's just not there. She's not there very much. Um, but I like I liked Topanga in season three a lot. Um, it's not until season four that they start trying to paint her as this perfect nag. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. And what do you name this episode? Um, Boy Meets Mindbend? Boy Meets Stupid Plan. <laughs> Boy Meets the, the, the Bad Idea Train. Yes, I think it was Stupid Idea Train. <laughs> Boy Meets the Stupid Idea Train. <laughs> all aboard! All aboard the Stupid Idea Train. Yep, yep, that's gotta be it. Love it. Woo woo. woo woo! All aboard. <laughs> but that's it. We did it. Yeah. Fastest one ever. It was quick. We even we even talked about it. I guess did we didn't... we even talk about the full Lauren saga though? Well I feel like you brought it up and then we just skirted around it. Well it was seven episodes. We talked about that. Uh-huh. It's just like it was this period of television where I feel like the show was like really hot. Yeah. Um so they just wanted to do something. To like bring bring them in, get the butts in the seats, mm-hmm. if you will, and I think I think it did. We're just like, what's going to happen? I feel like this is the most iconic stretch of episodes because mm-hmm. it's like the most episodic that I feel like the show gets. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Like this is just kind of what you think of when you think of Boy Meets World in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's just this string of episodes. Uh, for better or worse, because after like looking back on it, we're like, oh, this isn't actually what we remember at all. Yeah, it's really strange when you think about the history of Boy Meets World. Well, really, the history of Boy Meets World and culture, because it's known for like three things. It's known for relationship trauma between uh, Corey and Topanga, mm-hmm. which really we mostly get here, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit uh, come the end of season six. Yes. Um, so it's known for that. It's known for having a lesson at the end of every episode that ties into, like, life and school. But we found that to be very untrue. Uh-huh. That was, like, season two. Yeah, that's... For the most part. That's season two, and in the occasional, like, the Eskimo, or the redacted, I guess we should say. Mm, the metaphor. <laughs> the metaphor. Um, yeah. So that, that episode was kind of like that. So it happens on a rare occasion. Mm-hmm. The Hutus and the Tootsies for some reason. <laughs> the Hutus and the Tootsies. Um, and then it's also known for like teen dating, which that's pretty much all from Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just interesting that that's like what the show is known for, when really that's like very specific bits of the show. Uh-huh. Far from all of it. Yeah, far from all of it. I don't. Nothing. I don't think anything that I just mentioned is really even in season four. Um, no, not really. There's not a lot of like Coin Topanga drama. Um, Sean, even he might be dating someone here and there, but it's not a lot. Yeah, you have like the you know Jennifer. Yeah, you have Jennifer friend, like an affair to forget kind of that sort of stuff. Yeah, but, long walk to Pittsburgh. The, the uh-huh. two sisters. I guess there is some. And there's a Corey and Topanga relationship drama in that one. But yeah. it's different. It's different. And it's, it's definitely like... It's up. It's their persevering. It's like definitely... Romeo and Juliet yeah. persevered. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet persevered. 
<laughs> if you would have taught them correctly what Romeo and Juliet was about in sixth grade, Mr. Feeney. Uh-huh. And then he kills himself, or stabs himself. It's like, no. <laughs> no. Actually, no. No, he doesn't. The, the play actually can't continue if that's what happens. Yeah. Oh, happy dagger. This is my sheath. H- happy. Happy dagger. See, happy. Happy dagger. It does pop. All of these things do pop up from time to time, but like... You get way more episodes like... Philly shenanigans. Yeah, Philly shenanigans. You get quite a few of those. Um, Just outright silly episodes Mm -hmm. like Last Tango in Philly. Yeah. Or Eric Hollywood. Eric Hollywood. That's the most silly. It's... Gosh. (laughs) Whatever I rated that episode, it was too high. (laughs) I don't think you rated it that high. But, I mean, it's all a fever dream, so it's fine. (laughs) Um... Yeah. It's the Saint Elsewhere of Boy Meets World. The Saint Else. You're you may not be wrong. So uh, yeah. I th- I think the Lauren saga is iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it sort of has taken over in people's minds of what the whole show is. Yeah. But it's really not. No, it's only seven episodes. And we really don't deal with Lauren much more. We're gonna we're gonna deal with something at the end of this season that is a much more prevalent plot thread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yale. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't you have just gone to Yale? Well, I couldn't. With Rory. <laughs> With Rory. And by trees. She would have... It was 98. She had already been gone by the time Rory got there. Yeah, Rory got there in like... 03. And Rory got there and ruined Yale. <laughs> and ruined Yale. It was like 04. I think we're the class of 04. Have I ever told you my true story of Gilmore Girls theory? I don't know. That Stars Hollow is a, is a, fa- a fairy. fairy dimension. Uh-huh. And that Yale and Hartford are held dimensions. and No, you never told me that part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds like they would be. Yep. Ugh, but I love Stars Hollow. Sure. It's full of wonderful fae. Mm-hmm. Like the Kims. Like the Kims. They're... And? That's why no one leaves Stars Hollow. Uh-huh. Because... They Because really that's their domain. Yeah. And that's why Lorelai and Rory are the, ki- are the queens. Because those fae live forever. So they're just kind of humoring them. Mm-hmm. Why not? So. Using their magic to keep them eternally fit and thin, despite eating all of the Yeah, despite junk. eating everything. It's, it's perfect. It's just right there. If you watch Taylor Dozy, tell me he isn't a brownie. Just <laughs> just tell me he isn't a brownie. A little scamp. Um, Kirk. There's clearly something not normal about him. <laughs> so, you know, my, uh, my theory that Gilmore Girls is actually a fantasy show about uh, two... Is, is Miss Patty a succubus? Uh, maybe. Probably. Something along those lines. Something along those lines, yeah. Definitely. Um, Babette and Maury are a giant and a dwarf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, sugar! <laughs> um, but yeah, Stars Hollow is really a show about a half-demon daughter and a quarter-demon daughter who are <clears throat> who highly favor their human side, who go to a fairy dimension... And have to and have to navigate the Fey, and then eventually Rory decides to explore her demonic heritage. Aha! And that's why I, that's why Logan is so terrible. Well, yeah, because Logan He's is a literally demon. the devil. He's a demon prince. Yes, um, like Waharl. There, there's a few regular humans. Um, Jess is only half Fey. Um, Good for him. He gets it from his mom, not from his dad. His dad is not a fairy. Yeah, he's not from there. Um, he's a changeling. That's why Jess can leave, though. Uh-huh. That's why does his mom leave? His mom came back. I guess she was pulled back. Yeah, she was pulled back. She had to be. So, uh, <clears throat> Dean was a perfectly normal human when he got to Stars Hollow. Um, but then, when 
he uh, spent the night at Miss Patty's with Rory. Ooh, that one. The town got worried that their precious uh, that their precious princess was in danger, so they replaced Dean and his family with Faye. Which is why he sucks after that. Yep. Maybe a little before, but mostly after. Yeah, mostly after. I like Dean uh, up until that point. And then he gets oddly possessive. Yeah, he change he changes almost completely. And you may think, Chance, what are you basing these things on? Don't know why I'm talking about this, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> Dean doesn't have a motorcycle at the beginning. Uh, he loves books. Um, he has ambitions for the world. And then suddenly, by the end of season one, he has a motorcycle, doesn't read, and thinks it's really cool that Rory's so smart. He is not the same guy. Mm-hmm. He is a changeling. Changeling. Look it up. Look it up. Just a just a thing. So well, there's that. That's interesting. That definitely filled some time. I, it felt some. It, it's very important when you watch Gilmore Girls that you know what's really going on. It's a show about humans, fairies, and demons. And Johann Sebastian Bach from. I'm Gil. <laughs> Gil is just another fairy. Let's be honest. Absolutely, <laughs> he's the best. He's the best fairy. Maybe he's an angel. <laughs> he seems angelic. No, he's too crazy. He's uh, Valhal and the god of rock. The Viking god of rock. I'm gonna put on a Harry Potter for the kids and make love to my wife like... (laughs) When the band is broken up and they're performing uh, Gwen Stefani at the bar mitzvah. That dragon are not just gonna happen like that because I ain't no hollaback girl. You do a really good... Impression. I love Gil more than anything. Yes, you should. The show is named after him. <laughs> yes, it is the. Yeah, I want Gil, Gil. more. <laughs> more girls. Girls, I want more Gil. And I was a Sebastian Bach fan. No, I mean not really uh, him as a person. I didn't know anything about him, but I like Skid Row. Yeah, I never really listened to them. They're gr- I, I like them. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, so he, him being just a delight on that show. That's just a bonus. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're towards the end. We're towards the another... end. We need. We have a listener mail. It's a very flattering one. I see you've responded to it. I already. did. I saw it. I was. I was actually waiting until we responded to it, or until we read it. Until we read it. Um, this is from Trenton Black at Trenton Black Eleven on Twitter. It's very nice. I mean, we go. Oh, uh, I'm finally up to the point in time that I started listening to BG World Fever. So I guess he's catching up, but he was listening to current episodes. That's what I kind of got. Yeah, me that's at. what I take from that, too. I've been binge listening to it for a couple of months. I am almost completely caught up. And it is my absolute favorite podcast. We're number one. <laughs> We're number one. I listened to a couple of episodes a day, and I will be caught up soon. Trenton? Trenton? Trenton. We're somebody's favorite something. Wow. That feels nice. It does feel nice. Thank you. That's so very kind. Mm-hmm. Kinder than we deserve. Much kinder than we deserve. Also, I've been looking at the numbers. I look at them every couple of days in terms okay. of downloads. And earlier this month, we joked. I don't think it was much of a joke of how our podcast was over. But we're, like, by the time this comes out, we'll be, like, at the end of June. It might even be the first of July. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, like, one of our biggest months ever. Really? We've ever had. Like, we're on pace to be our biggest month ever. We are. Which is, like, just very exciting. And so we just want to thank you for listening, sticking with us. 
part of me just thinks maybe some people were like, wait, there's a, such a thing as a Boy Meets World podcast whenever <laughs> Topanga announced that she was doing one. Um, and so they're like, well, I just got to go see. And when you Google Boy Meets World podcast on the list, ours comes up first. Yeah. Because even theirs is Pod Meets World, but ours is Boy Meets World Fever, and it actually says Boy Meets World. In the name, well, that, fully. That so was, just the SEO. Come on, guys. That was very strategic by us. you got to think about the SEO. Yeah. Um, and so we really worked that to our advantage. And so we pop up first. And so I, in my mind, I just imagine <laughs> we've just got some people that way. But then we're just so awkward and charming in our own way that they just stick around. So awkwardly charming. If, if you have stuck around and listened to us talk about weird Christian theology... And bread. Bread. We ate a bunch of shrimp that one time. <laughs> we talk about Final Fantasy way more than anyone should. Probably. I'm ready to put aside Limit Break and move on to S Break. But I can't talk about no. Cold Steel 2. You can't. You're not allowed. Because Chance has a, doesn't have the means to play it. And so no. I don't want to spoil anything for him. But it's wonderful so far. If they would just release the versions that are already out in Japan on the Switch, I could play them. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yes. But I finished the first one this weekend, and I feel like my life has changed. Yeah, because it's the best it's game just, series of all time. It's so good. Trails from Zero is even better. I can't wait. That's what people say. Um, And then September. I'm there. Wake me up when September, Zero comes out. September, September 27th is here. Um, yeah, but we've said it before. Like, it is... It seems... I think for some people it might seem a little weird... It's very Japanese, very tropey, but like it just the way that it builds and sort of works together to make that is this most big thing. It is the most realized world in all of it. And then it ends with just this absolute cliffhanger. A monster cliffhanger. Like ridiculous. Just like revelation, 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 boom, bang, boom, pow, pow, explosions, boom, 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 done. Mm-hmm. Like, what what's next? I gotta I gotta know. Like when I say cliffhanger just know that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's not a literal cliff. But it is like, whoa, what? It's fantastic. The end? That's the end? Cold Steel 1 is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean 2. And like, we have to go save Jack Sparrow. Captain Barbosa, somehow still alive, walks down the stairs. End of movie. Oh, it's bigger than that. But, yeah. But, but, like, that's the only thing I can think of that really correlates. Yeah. Just like, huh? What? What's next? It's true. Uh, it's a fantastic game series. I thought you were going to say it seems weird that you guys are all listening to us because we don't understand why. But we're very grateful. It does, though. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with... There's nothing wrong with you. But I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> but thank you. But thank you. We're very grateful. Um, as we start wrapping up Season 5, we're going to start booking the uh, guest for the tournament soon. really need to get on there. They're busy. Uh, yeah, to get them on the books. Um... So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm happy to be along for it. And then we're we're in college, baby. Yeah, going to college. We're going to college for two years. We're getting closer and closer to the episode. I don't want to cover. Could be any of them. No, I know which one it is. Yeah, that's very late in this show, though. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be season seven, but we're getting closer. We are. You out there in Podcastville, you'll know what it is. Start, I really don't want to talk about this. Because he's never said that at the start of any episode. <laughs> well, there are more bad episodes of Boy Meets World than I ever remembered. Uh-huh. But there's one that sticks out in my mind as like... This one's the worst one. Yeah, this one's the worst one. When we started this podcast, I was like, when we get there... No, oof. no, no. No, no, no. 
But there's a lot of episodes I'm really excited to revisit. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's all I've got. And that's all I've got. So, from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever. So long, world. So long.